them, Fancy Dinosaurs is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Hello, and you're listening to Dead Fancy Dinosaurs, the shit talking podcast for movies, TV shows, and pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. Hey, and it's Nick. How is everyone? And returning with us to do part two of our video games special is Nick. Hello again. And Carbon Water. Hey, it's me. Hello, everybody. If you guys remember where we left off last time, it was around the GameCube and the PS1 era. Oh, wait, is it Carbon Water or Carbon Waters? Carbon Water. Okay. <laughs> I don't think any of us want to. I'm pretty sure you've been saying it wrong. I think I have been. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was your like. Yeah. No. You, the way you just said things. No. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> I've only had that nickname since uh, forever. So yeah. Uh. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie daisies. Yep. Don't I? F- don't I have egg on my face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so where we left last time, we uh, ended with the GameCube and the PlayStation 1 in our classic and retro episode of Games. Oh boy. Games. Video games. So before we get started, I think we just might have a couple of honorable mentions. We did uh, kind of glaze past the uh, the grandfather of gaming was the Atari. Did any of you guys own an Atari when you were growing up? Um, I did. No was okay. I believe it was a second-hand Atari, and I believe the only games I had for it was the original Mario Brothers, not Super Mario Brothers, the original Mario Brothers, which was um, where you... It was a two-player game where you competed against each other, and you had to flip over uh, turtles, crabs, and other fireflies and other things, and you had to collect coins, and you had to survive the longest, more or less. Oh, so the one that oh, was the that one. Mode, yeah. yeah, Super Mario Three, the one with the power block. Yeah, they've yeah. they've done it in a bunch of other Mario games. Like they've uh, they've called back to it, but that was the original original Mario Brothers game. Huh. And uh, I believe I had a um, I think it was like a hundred and twenty eight in one cartridge. Jeez. And a lot of the a lot of the games on there were pretty uh, pretty underwhelming. <laughs> you more or less had to lose your imagination for most of it because I was, feel like uh, some of those games would have been duplicates of games. Yeah, as well. a lot of them were like more or less the same. But it was like, hey, we can do fishing and airplane fights and more airplane fishing fights. Fishing on an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> or airplane fight fishing. <laughs> yep. Or like games like Pong. Yeah, yeah. a lot of Pong. <laughs> and then Ping. Yeah. Ping and Pong. Ping Pong. <laughs> well, that's crazy because you can't even get 128 games. On like a single cart these days. Yeah, I know. It's like Good. these days you're lucky if you get two games in one. Man, yeah. these days you're lucky if you get an actual, <laughs> a just a game. game. A full <laughs> game on it. A full <laughs> functioning game. You're going to stop buying EA shit then. Yeah, the studio <laughs> being like, no, nah, too much development time. Cut it. Cut this last <laughs> chapter of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's how everyone realizes who the bad guy is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> just print yeah. it. Yeah, so those were the only two, well, 129 games. Yeah, I could say I could have like... With that, I had more games than the other console generation I've, I've owned. <laughs> Did you have an Atari? Uh, my, yeah, my dad actually owned an Atari when I used to stay with him in Alice Springs. He had basketball, he had the first-person tank game, and Pong. Cool. Yeah, so it was pretty... Uh, he had two controllers, so the basketball game was horrendously easy to steal. You just had to run the character into another. And... The tank game was set in first person, so it moved around. And you see tanks in the screen. You just had to line up to keep shooting, and Pong was Pong. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's where I learned where if you take a game out while it's still running, it makes the system completely stall and make a loud noise for the TV. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Why did you decide to take it out during a game? Well, I thought I was just going to change because I didn't know you had to turn it off to do it. <laughs> you sadly can't do the PS1 trick where um, you load a level in like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and you can take the disc out. So as long as the console stays on, you can return that rental and you can play that level forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so before we left off last week, we were on the GameCube and the PlayStation 1 as well. I just thought yes. we'd mention the Atari because we kind of missed it last time. Hmm. So during this one, we'll probably talk about some GameCube, PS2, Xbox OG, and then I've got a massive list of the original handhelds up to date. Oh yeah, mm. I thought that was just Pokemon, and that's it. Yeah, well, yeah, each one because Pokemon had its own handheld. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I thought I thought the Game Boy Advance was the Pokemon machine. <laughs> yeah, what they wanted all, all the Tiger electronics like I did. More <laughs> <laughs> well, like shit. Well, <laughs> I, I had a couple of those, and those weren't great. I had well, a, a Lynx. Oh, I remember those. Those are crap. <laughs> <laughs> they were better than the Game Boy and they came out at the same time. Hey, no, they weren't. All right, Game Boys were awesome. I had a Game Boy Color, the Pikachu version. It was awesome. Oh, nice. I bet you had Pokemon Pinball on that shit. No way, man. What are you talking about? That's crap. What, Pokemon <laughs> Pinball was the tits. I had Pokemon Yellow. Oh, of course you did. Yeah. Because you had to go against. <laughs> no green or red or blue for me. I want the yeah. best version with the most annoying Pokemon in the <laughs> game. <laughs> yep. So... When it comes to the GameCube, we've mentioned Eternal Darkness, we've mentioned F-Zero GX. Um, do you guys... What about the Mario games, or game? Mario Sunshine, obviously. Yeah, what did you think of that one? Um, it was it was interesting playing that, because I played so much of Mario 64, and immediately jumping in, it's like, wait, why can't I punch? Why can't I kid? Why can't I do any of the things? But if anything, it's like more technical, because it like limitates uh, Mario's abilities <coughs> while also giving him some new ones. Because there's the flood, so you can like hover around and you can like, you know, jet, jet yourself forward and whatnot. So it's kind like of interesting shit. in that regard. Yeah. And even like in the speedrunning scene, like Mario Sunshine is considered the the more technical Mario game over 64 or even like Galaxy or Odyssey or anything of those. Yeah, that makes sense. Nick? I enjoyed it. I really. Well, when I owned the N64, I didn't own actually Mario 64. The first one, games I owned were Wayne Gretzky and Doom. So and then I bought the pro wrestling games and everything else like that. Uh, but when it came down to Mario Sunshine, it was actually the first 3D Mario that I actually beat before Mario 64. Oh. So when I went back and played Mario 64, I could do some of the comparisons of how Sunshine worked and everything. But yeah, Flood worked really well. Um, it could make some crazy jumps with it and everything, and great for speed runs as well because uh, of how much territory you could cover with Flood at the same time. Uh, it was great to play as Yoshi. Even though he touches water, oh, he yeah. dies. I just want to know how some of these speedrunners find these goddamn glitches in these games. By playing a game for, what, 15 years? Like, <laughs> yeah. playing seriously. The, playing the same levels over and over. Who the fuck came up with the idea of doing the long jump <laughs> upstairs oh, yeah, the backwards, long jump backwards in Mario 64 no just to them. catapult yourself through walls. I think it's even like Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time. They're still finding like glitches and stuff today. Like that is and ridiculous. It's, it's just like being <sighs> just like bored being like, hey, I'm going to try this random thing. Oh, what's that? I clipped underneath the level. I went right to Ganon. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Do you yeah. think someone did it by mistake initially? Probably. Most likely. And then they wanted to try and recreate how they did that? Yeah. I yeah. think like even a lot of tricks are even found by like casual, um, casual playthroughers because... Obviously, speedrunners with like Twitch being this big, speedrunners come into like casual playthroughs and they you know watch along and they can like help guide them and whatnot. Um, but, like even, but even like casual playthroughs are like they <coughs> find like tricks out of nowhere. It's like how do you even do that? Yeah. Well, I remember there was one thing I did that I'll never be able to recreate on the train level of Goldeneye 007. 
Mm. Um, mm. Somehow I made it through the doors that shut when you're at the very end when you're supposed to go down the vent. <laughs> well, not the vent, the bottom of the train. Somehow mm. I ended up on the other side of that door Yeah, where, oh. where Alec and uh, Xenia escaped. <laughs> oh, no, that wasn't that hard. Oh, I'm, I've, I never was able to do it again. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was okay. just spaz playing games. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I still, uh, my yeah, brother. I every day. Um, before <laughs> speed running the, w- w- was a thing. My brother, I swear to God, I wish we filmed this. He beat the facility level in less than a, I was like 40 seconds, 50 seconds or something. He beat the entire thing. Double or agent mode. <coughs> Like the hardest mode, swear to God, he did this. Wow. It was the craziest fucking run. Like <laughs> me, uh, me, Greg were sitting there watching Yarl play this fucking stage over and over again to try to do this, and he beat it in like fifty seconds. Not shitting you, damn. Just because the, the entire thing with Golden and I, Double O Seven on uh, the N sixty four, it's all about that strafing, right? Mm. And he literally just strafed the entire thing <laughs> and the PCs were in the correct places. I don't know if you guys remember it, but Dr. Uh, Doke. Dr. Doke has to be in the correct spot. Right. Um, all the <gasps> enemy PCs had to be in the correct spot to open the doors for you. <laughs> the, the ones that you um, can't yeah. open and it just, it needs to come together. Perfect. <laughs> it literally just has to be perfect for you to actually be able to beat it that quickly, and he did it. It and was amazing. So yeah, that was in the days where uh, we didn't have like YouTube and all that shit. Yeah, and you kind of yeah. like game capture. Yeah, like the only way you could probably do it is like record it to like a VCR. Do you guys have any yeah. moments like that? Actually, uh, just my getting behind the train on the train level. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, but I, pr- I think I like as I said in the previous podcast, I like beat you know Mario sixty four and uh, and Ocarina of Time the most. So. Yeah. Probably beaten like one of those in like a day it was probably pretty, uh, pretty uh, stoked. Yeah, I was, I was pretty stoked about that. Yeah. And Nick? just like uh, unlocking the golden gun a lot quicker by the last level in Goldeneye. Uh, when you what, before you start the run, when you enter the room where Alex shoots at you and you're meant to chase him around the level, yeah. I was running down. I was just shooting at the wall on the way because I was just doing it because you know for the sake of it. But it set off Alex that we were in the fight and he launched the grenade launcher in the room, killed himself instantly. <laughs> so when I got to the end bit, it went to the cutscene and it said I beat the level in record time and unlocked the golden gun. Wow. <laughs> yeah, see, cause, cause sh- that's awesome. That, that's how that game works. Like yeah. shit just happens sometimes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just fool the game. <laughs> oh, I do yeah. remember one instance of that actually. If you remember um, F0GX, we were talking about that last time. Yeah. yeah. Um, story mode is there's, you know, there's normal, there's hard, and then there's very hard, and you beat the very hard difficulties to unlock the, unlock the, uh, the secret AX races. Mm. And um, if, you, if you know anything about that game, very hard is notoriously hard. It's extremely hard. <laughs> and there's, um, there's, one, uh, there's one level in particular where it's like a Grand Prix. There's like two two cars that will constantly try to kill you. There's one that's up in front and one that's behind you constantly. Somehow, I don't know, trying so many times. I must have tried like 50 plus times on this level. They both fell off the track somehow. <laughs> so I was pretty much free to beat this level without these two assholes harassing me the whole entire time. Awesome. I was like, this is so much easier without these two assholes. <laughs> like somehow they fell off. I have no idea how, I ha- how it happened. But hey, I got that extra character. So, <laughs> um, Just quickly deviating from retro games and classic games but also talking about like feats of amazingness that is performed in video games i believe two of us here not me or dylan uh recently completed something that is to be called 
one of the hardest games ever and also only 10.2% of the population who have bought it have passed. Sekiro. And that would be Kyle and Nick. Yes, yeah. we both have the achievements that only 4% of players <laughs> got for yeah, beating but the different, game. Different endings, different man. End, different yeah, different endings. Step it up, boys. You got to get the, um, the thing. No, I don't. Man. I got the ending. I saw the credits. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it. That was easy done. mode, Nick. That was easy mode. You so why have you hard. done it? <laughs> you got to get out the hard mode, Nick. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, doing, I'm on the second run though. Yeah. Going through. And Kyle invented his own hard mode where yeah. he turns off the hard. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been, I'm been playing the game without the hard. Oh okay. It's actually my timing and whatnot it's starting to get better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not relying on any of the things around it. Whatever. My timing's actually getting better doing that. Yeah. So I was lucky enough to walk in just as Kyle was actually uh, going through his final run of the final boss and I recorded it all and it's on Twitch for you guys to watch. Kyle's, uh, uh, Kyle's yell out, fuck you, at the final boss after he finally <laughs> killed him. Yeah. He, I don't think you understand he, how hard that was. He was shaking after that for probably an hour. <laughs> it, the adrenaline was <laughs> just surging through me. Like <laughs> He couldn't have done it without my... Uh, me being there because he was showing off at that I point. I still can't believe you recorded that. You were able to get that. I was like, it's awesome I'm timing. It's a milestone yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. You? <laughs> so yeah, I thought I'd just bring that up because we're on a gaming thing and I think Thank that's it. That's a feat of amazingness, especially oh since God, the game. amount of people that have passed it and the amount of game journalists that will never touch it. Yeah, because I don't know. I understand game journalism. So yeah, we just trash. Keep, keep deviating for a bit because I just really want to understand why game journalists are so trash. Because they need to beat a game within a certain amount of time so they can be the first ones to get their review on, so they get paid. Yeah, that's it. Uh, most of them are not being grown up with video games either. Uh, most of them expected to become real life journalists, <coughs> but they didn't get it, so they had to settle for less. And unfortunately, they think game journalism is settling for less. And unfortunately, the industry encourages them by giving them payouts and giving them bribes and exclusive stuff and everything, despite mm. they're not very good gamers themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they, they they seem to be missing their core audience, like with game journalists. Like get gamers to do gamers review, like a tomato. Yeah, you, you think that'd be a no brainer, but for yeah, games. Uh, rotten games, Martos. Maybe it's that actual gamers don't want to be game journalists. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> because they want to play the game. Yeah, exactly. I want to take my time with the game, not rush through this and be like, hey, yeah. 7 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. So I guess if, if anyone's wondering, this is in reference to a game journalist. I think it was from IGN, was it? Probably. Um, asking Sounds about right. Why there isn't an easy mode for Sekiro mm. and that it disrespects their audiences by making it so hard. Good and e- easy answer. Fuck you. That's why. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just retarded. Like when I read that, when I saw that, are you kidding me? Yeah. It disrespects its audience by not having an it's, easy mode. It's no. From it's from uh, from software. You yeah. know, anyone in those knows from software knows Dark Souls, knows Bloodborne. You know what to expect. Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. jump into this. Be like, oh, I expected it to be easy. What? Yeah. Huh? It, it, they respect their audience more. Actually. Exactly. Yeah. By but making you develop skills over time, not yeah. just getting... But not placating to their fucking yeah. easy audience. Yeah. Well, I can just say it now. The demo was hard. The beta was hard. <laughs> so I expected the last game to be hard. Of course. Thinking, yeah. If anyone disrespects their audience, it's IGN. Yeah. They're just condescendingly like smug all the time. Yeah. Also getting busted for making fake reviews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stealing that, reviews. You know? <laughs> yeah. So Sahiko is the Dark Souls of Ninja Games, right? I guess so. Is, yeah. yeah, I guess or so. Or as, or as Ninja Guided already have that title. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> His throne has been dethroned. Dark Souls of this. All right, let's get back to um, yeah. the GameCube. 
just on Super Mario as well. Um, Super, Mario? Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. As well. That game had a kick-ass soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I think that was one of the better soundtracks mm. for one of the Mario games. I love the colours in that game, actually. Yeah. It's very very colourful and very uh, relaxing soundtrack, actually. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think the people were talking about that with the GameCube. It was, like, this whole entire, like, colourful, like, water theme. Like, even that in Wind Waker. They share, like, very similar themes that way, so. Mm. I just, I have... Weird Vietnam flashbacks of trying to get one of those star things, but it was you had to do this weird thing where you go on a boat or something out in the ocean. Oh yeah, I know the one. Yeah, there were, there was the a big way. river, and there was a, a boat you had to go on. And if uh, your boat touched any of the walls, it sank. Yeah, you had to start again. Yeah, yeah I, I've and you had to hit the red coins on the path. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know one you're talking about. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> My dog is going nuts, but that's, that's all right. right. <laughs> Fuck it. Yep. They'll probably not even be able to hear it. <laughs> probably. Did any of you guys play Animal Crossing? Or I did. Yes. So did I. I actually got addicted to the uh, original GameCube Animal Crossing for <laughs> quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> I I played it for about a week and realized because I rented it, I mm. remember. I played it for about a week. I'm like, I'm not playing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's too addicting. <laughs> One of those games, like fuck that. I mean, I, I've never played any of them, but I really want to get the one on Switch. When it eventually comes out, or we see any footage of it, or yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the rental situation as well. I rented it for about two weeks, and then uh, I think I went on to just another game. That's just how it was. Hmm. <laughs> you break the addiction. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. No, the, I've the got an addictive personality <laughs> when it comes to shit like that. So, especially games. Yeah. The amount of times that you should have been sleeping and you were playing Sekiro. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. right? Oh, the great thing about the original GameCube Animal Crossing is you could unlock original NES games that you could play within the actual Animal Crossing yeah, itself. Yeah, that was really cool. And they never sick. did that again for some reason. <laughs> I'm like, why not? <laughs> I don't know. Because like you can rebuy weird. it, that's why. Yeah, yeah because <laughs> then, then, then Nintendo's like, hey, pay $8 for this, please. Yeah. <laughs> On a side note, I think it was... Um, the latest Animal Crossing, the one that was on the Wii the 3DS. or the 3DS, there's this um story I remember reading of this mother, or I think it was a mother, she had terminal illness or something, she died. Hmm. And she played, a, she loved Animal Crossing and she left her game for her son. Hmm. And one day he decided to get on there and she left like this whole village just for him. Oh. Kind of thing, like in memory, mm. and like all these things about you know oh, I'm passing on, but you know I'm gonna uh, leave this for you and stuff. So it was a really great way for her, oh. her to connect with her son after oh. she passed. Still, it was a really nice story. I remember reading. Yeah. My funny uh, Animal Crossing story is they got um <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> what's what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> no, like another grandma. <laughs> another no. another funny Animal Crossing yeah. story. <laughs> well, I remember it was in uh, a game magazine I read. They actually got the. One of the guys that played Paulie from Goodfellas, the actual criminal himself, was there as just to meet up because they wanted to talk about games like Hitman and everything else like that. But he ended up getting curious about what the, that what the GameCube was, and they had Animal Crossing. And he's like, "So this is a game where I could just do nothing and go fishing and everything." And they're like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, I'm taking this with me," and he just took it out of the wall <laughs> and left with him. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a pleasant game. That's what Animal yeah, Crossing yeah. is. It's, it's a relaxing game. Like you go, all the animals, they're, they're all cute and stuff. And you go yeah. and you help them with their problems and you <laughs> plant trees. There, and was, there, was, another, there was another story I heard of, um, of a grandmother who had a 3D, 3DS version of uh, Animal Crossing. And um, her 3DS broke. So they got her a new one. And when they were transferring the save data, they got curious to how much this grandmother played. 
And I think it was like 800 hours or something like that. Whoa. <laughs> and she was like playing it every day for like, you know, like one, two hours, but over a cumulative yeah. over time. So you you'd rather her play that than brain training. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> See, I've never played any of the Animal Crossing games. I've always been oh, They're curious. just like relaxing games. But yeah. Yeah. I know PlayStation tried to release their own kind of game like that, Viva Pinata. Was that like that? that? was on the Xbox. Really? That was, was on Xbox? Yeah. That was there an attempt at a, a cute game? I, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was by Rare on for Xbox. That was on... Oh. Yeah, that's what we were playing. I think there was one... You're thinking of <laughs> Little Big Planet. There was two for Xbox 360, wasn't there? Was it really a yeah, Animal Pinata. Crossing clone? I think that'd be the closest to... Yeah. Yeah, okay, I guess. Anything else. Hmm. There was uh, one on the 360 and one on the Xbox One. It's oh, terrible. Right. Like, are the piano... Piñata's alive? Yes. I, yes. So you <coughs> kill your friends? And eat their chocolatey insides. <laughs> I think protect I, them from being busted open. <laughs> I, another funny story. <laughs> I think I tried to play it once and I was confused. And I had no idea what to do. Okay. I Sounds about right. Worms with a Viva Piñata. Um, <laughs> my bad. But moving on, uh, Luigi's Spook House. Uh, sorry, Luigi's Mansion on GameCube. Love yep. it. His spooch house. His yeah. spooch house. Spooch house. <laughs> Hello, welcome to my spooch house. I remember the thing of the, that was the first game I actually played for the GameCube. I didn't have one at the time, but I played it with my friends. And just like looking at like Luigi's gloves and like the fingers being like, whoa, graphics aren't going to get any better than this. <laughs> yeah. oh, Even yeah. though it's pretty basic by today's standards. Because that was Luigi's first uh, solo game. Yeah. It? Yeah. It was, it was more or less like Nintendo's like way to break out of the molds because I think I heard a bunch of people talking about this. Like obviously like Mario games, they stick to a certain formula. But when they want to branch out of the mold, you have, you know, you have like a Luigi game or like, you know, a Toad game or, you know, some other character. Mm-hmm. They start on their own kind of spin-off adventure. What's awesome about Luigi's Mansion is that it holds up today quite well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Game Cube one, yeah. Mm. Like Lot, it looks amazing. Lots of the GameCube games do hold up really well to today. Yeah, they do I actually. Remember. Like, not even if it's not graphic wise, it's story wise. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of their stories they were just that was when they were on point with their their first party stories. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, another game that I really like on the GameCube that you haven't got on the list here is a game that I really like, but I also kind of regret that was ever made. <laughs> it was a game that, um. Uh, launch the Thousand Furries. Nick knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he's talking about straight away. <laughs> I saw that look in your face. Yeah, it was uh, no. Star Fox Dinosaur Planet uh, with Cloud and Crystal. Um, <laughs> Star Fox yeah. Dinosaur Planet? Yeah. Oh, Star Fox Adventures? Yeah, yeah. Adventures. Dinosaur oh, Planet dear. Adventures, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, um, that was the, the like, the platformer slash... That yeah. Was a, yeah, that was an awesome game, game though. I it loved was, it. It was, it was like, hey, let's make our own Zelda game starring Fox. Well, it was a completely Starring different Fox. game, and then yeah. all of a sudden, they're like, let's just put Fox in it. Yeah, it was meant to be on the N64. <laughs> oh, that was yeah, yeah. Early on, it was like, it's supposed to be some other Fox protagonist, but then yeah. Nintendo's like, hey, use our already existing Fox protagonist. And then just throw in, like, parts of... Lilo. F- yeah, like, uh, flying around in space kind of thing. Yeah, just, just tack it all tied all together. Yeah. So and then at the very end, psych, the final boss isn't the final boss, it's Andros again. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I actually quite like that game. So why'd you regret getting it? No, I, I didn't regret getting it. I kind of regret its existence. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it the launched the crystal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> literally launched a thousand fairies. <laughs> there's, there's still people that are demanding crystals uh, come back till this very day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah. like, why? <laughs> they probably want her in Smash and whatnot as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they've got enough smash. Um, RE4. 
Oh year yeah, of the yeah. Pinnacle, oh. The first game I ever completed all the way on professional mode. Oh, oh really? Nice. Yeah. Nice. I played it so many times that I got the Chicago typewriter. Oh, yeah. nice. Yep. <laughs> I didn't want to wait for it to launch at PAL. I imported it when it came out from the United States. Oh, <laughs> I purposely really? took it to one of nice. my friends' work to show him the game. He's like, let me play it. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> it's like, oh, Resident Evil without zombies? You must be crazy. Oh, my God. This is the best game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, that was a really good game. I, I got really good at the mercenaries mode. I mm. love mercenaries mode. Oh, so good. It was just ridiculous. Playing as Krauser. Oh, he was Gringus such a cheap character. Strontanium armor. <laughs> yeah. You could just run around until you amped up your armor and then just jet through everyone. Yeah. And that was just the style <laughs> you'd go yeah. on. I really love playing as Hunk. <laughs> just yeah. that You're neck snap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just the feel of the that's that was great about the game. Just the feel of the tax and everything was great. Yeah. Just that whole crunch when he did it. It's just like yeah, and he does. Oh wait, I gotta keep playing it. <laughs> I think the weakest character in that was um, Wesker. Yeah, no surprising. way. Are you kidding me? Nah. No, Wesker was probably one of the strongest. You think just because of his his physical attacks were pretty strong. Yeah, He'd kill anyone. Yeah, but that that's the whole thing. You shoot them in the leg, physical attack. <laughs> yeah, that that was it. That's how you built up your entire thing. You. you You'd get like five, ten zombies and things, shoot one on the leg, do his little palm thing, or <laughs> kill every other zombie around. Yeah. I think the hardest level for me that I kept on trying was the one, you know, it's like the kind of look like Waterworld with all the. Um, yeah, that yeah, was a really annoying one. Because the amount of fucking chainsaw ones that just came out yeah. randomly, the double chainsaw ones. Yeah. Just was ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> That's why that Krauser guy, he was just ridiculously yeah. strong at that. He just killed them with a, his arm thing. Or even his explosive fucking arrows. Yeah. It's like, you've got arrows. Why do you have to be explosive? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you if we tried to play that again today, it would be impossible. Oh, yeah. We would suck at it so bad. <laughs> just like, I, like I was saying about how Resident Evil 2 uh, and getting, going back to Resident Evil 4. Because you have to stop to shoot and aim. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. It's just so hard. <laughs> yeah, after I played the Wii version, I can't really go back to the GameCube version because mm. with the point controls and everything, it's just much more comfortable. Yeah. 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 And plus, yeah. I think the Wii version is considered like the easiest. Yeah. Because I think there are slight differences in all different versions. Like some will have like more ammo, some will like, have more health and whatnot, yeah. some yeah. have less. Cool. <laughs> like, that, to be honest, I don't think that really matters. Probably like, not. All, all enemies in... Uh, Resident Evil 4 are full of ammunition. Their piñata is yeah. full of ammunition. <laughs> yeah. I think it, you I think just it, shake them down. Oh, I, look, I think it was with the uh, the new version that came out, the PS4 version and like the Xbox uh, One version. Because like the frame rate's extended. Uh, the, the frame rate's like way faster. Yeah, that so, made it also really hard. Yeah, but um, I think it was... Um, there was some sort of bug with the chickens that made them like lay eggs like way faster than what they're supposed to. <laughs> so I just saw a screenshot of um, Leon's inventory uh, inventory full of eggs. And it was also <laughs> <a> <laughs> eggs. Just eggs at people. <laughs> I love that. How you can throw the eggs at people. Well, I think there's some hope there actually because now that we've got the Resident Evil 2 remake and we've got a whole separate team working on remaking Resident Evil 3 at the same time as um, mm. another team is working on they Resident haven't said anything 8. but you know they're doing it yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know they've they've released a few details oh, have they they said they're not going to release Resident Evil 8 until they've released Resident Evil 3 remake oh no shit so they mm. are remaking and it's going to happen that just might give us a chance to get number 4 remade mm. like Resident Evil 2 yeah yeah of course that'd be sick probably well, like you know, it's a, it's their cash cow. It's the the one game that they're putting on every single generation until the end of time. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I really want them to uh, do another isometric view 
Resident Evil game. Mm, probably I, won't I, get that. Just probably like, not. Like Unless some sort backgrounds. of like indie company comes out and be like wants to make like a Resident Evil esque type game. Yeah, but not exactly like Dino yeah. Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> there's a game. There's a there's a there's a banger that game. I know, right? It was awesome. They need to remake that. Yeah. That would definitely. that would make Capcom more bank. Yeah. Like people would just pay just to get them to start it. No, but uh, I really liked the isometric view. Mm. I thought it was awesome. So you want like um pre-rendered graphics, pre-rendered graphics, fixed cameras, fixed camera tank controls. Yeah. <laughs> I think you never know. They might they might go down that route again. Mm. Um, Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't mind the tank controls because one of my favorite games of all time is the Resident Evil One remake on, on the GameCube. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like wow, masterpiece. Yeah, that was Holy beautiful. Crap. And yeah. the amount they added in was just great. Oh shit! Yeah. Just mm. that whole game was remade for that. Yeah, and like, even yeah. made it more challenging for returning veterans. So yeah, even if yeah. you knew the first game <laughs> in and out. That was like, oh, guess what? The zombies get back up after you kill them. Psych. Oh, yeah, the you fucking have to burn crimson them. heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, they had that mode oh. where there was one dangerous zombie. Do you remember that mode? Where it was just one running around with a bomb strapped to him? <laughs> like, I remember that, yeah. You have to be an asshole game. And he could use doors too. Oh, God. Motherfuckers of Velociraptor. All about the introduction of, like, Lisa and whatnot. Oh god, mm, we've touched Terrifying on this characters. before, but I still think that that game makes you feel like the biggest cunt ever. Oh, after Barry, after Barry dies, and just a picture of his family drawn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's Barry's family. It's like, well, fair enough. I'm a monster. <laughs> How else was the Shark Tanks part as well? That's oh, so man. good. Yeah. yeah, just especially because it was over two discs on the GameCube as well. Mm. Yeah, like that was a big game yeah. at the time. You're like, yeah. yeah, it's so much content. The best thing, though, is watching people play uh, Resident Evil randomizers. So enemies could be anywhere in the game. And <laughs> you see, like, sharks swimming around the main foyer. <laughs> <It's> like, what <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Resident <laughs> Evil. Are they swimming or are they just, like, on the They're, they're actually moving popping. around as if they're swimming, but oh, there's okay, no water. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil has such a good lore and such a good history. I just... I can't wait for Resident Evil 8. I, none of you guys play Resident Evil 7? Resident Evil 7? Uh, I haven't played 7, but I've watched a fair few play Which one's 7 again? 7 the, the first, first person, person one. one. Uh, the one with the... Um, the Baker family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Resident Evil Survivor. <laughs> you guys remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> was it the rail shooter? That wasn't yeah. quite a rail shooter. It wasn't oh, well, a rail shooter. Was that was the Wii one? No, it wasn't Wii. It was on the PS2, yeah. I believe. Yeah, uh, it was the rail shooter and one. And you used right? the light gun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it wasn't actually quite a light shooter because you still used a controller, I believe. Yeah, to still move. Hmm. Yeah, and you still had infantry control and all that stuff. Yeah, it was weird. Uh-huh. It was yeah. Uh, the history of Resident Evil. I think we should do a full episode on the history of Resident Evil and the games <laughs> that be awesome, they've made actually. because I've read so much and I've read about the yeah. lore and even going back to before. Um, I think there are Game Boy Resident Evil games. There was, as well. was one Resident Evil One. Yeah, came out yeah. on Game Boy as well. And a remake on the DS as well. Yeah. Where you can actually poke Leon and clean oh, the butt yeah. and they turn around and swat it away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually preparing up something that we could actually talk about and I'll send it out to each of you guys if you sure. guys are game down the track. Yeah, sure. Talk full in depth about this whole yeah, epic definitely. saga. Yeah. Yeah, I re- recently played through Resident Evil 6 with a buddy of mine, so that'll be great. <laughs> Yeah, the worst one. Yeah, Actually, so well, the well, second, it was the it was fun shitting one. on it with him. So yeah, <laughs> the second worst one. <laughs> Five had to take the cake of the worst one. <laughs> to be honest, but yeah, seven perfect in my opinion. I think you should play seven. Yeah. Honestly, it was amazing. We still got to play through. Uh, what what is it? The um, 
Raccoon City Chronicles or whatever. Yeah, that's that right. One? Yeah, because we that's yeah, all yeah because of games of Window Live, it's messed us up and everything. Yep. So we got through one mission. We got to get Dave and someone else to come on uh, yarn yeah. again, so yep. we can actually play it again. Fair, Nick, and you too, man. Wait, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys. You guys are useless. <laughs> all right, I'm going. Right, let's uh go into another GameCube game. Beautiful fucking Joe. Beautiful yes. Joe. Yeah. Done by Clover Studios, who eventually became Platinum. Yeah. Um, just to sum up, Beautiful Joe, it's a guy who's a movie buff that's sucked into the movie, but he understands the rules of the superhero's power, so you can slow down, speed up time and everything, yeah. where you just kick the shit out of everyone in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Love it's it. It's an awesome beat-em-up. Oh, just phenomenal 2D beat-em-up. And because of the slowdown mode, you can actually do more damage while doing so, while dodging, and it racks up your score more. So the more you keep hitting people, you just launch people in this It's a game. really good beat em up. Oh yes. Yeah. That's what is it, that's what it's is at its core. Hmm. Yeah. Beautiful Joseph beat em up. <laughs> fun game. Oh, a very fun game. What would you fun? rate it? Well, I I'd give it a well, I played it like multiple times. I don't even give it a easy well, if we're gonna range system, I'll give it a nine out of ten if we're doing something like that. Ooh. But I played Ooh. that game like four or five times, just how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then by the same makers, Okami. Yes. One of the greatest games of all time, Okami. Oh, Okami. Yeah, that was Okami a des. beautiful art design. and Oh, yeah. It looked like you were playing a painting. Yeah. yeah. One of those Japanese paintings. Yeah. Literally. like Yeah. Because that actually originally came out on... I played the Wii version, but it originally came out on PS2, I yeah. believe. Yeah, PS2. Yeah. And it's just... You play through it and you beat the game and you're like, oh, okay, so I beat the last boss. And then all of a sudden... And that's like 20 hours, right? Yeah. And you're like, cool, th- this game was really fun. I- I'm happy with that. That's satisfying. All of a sudden, another 40 hours opens up. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there's 40 more hours of gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> just finish the game. <laughs> yeah, you go through this long journey. And, like, the map is huge, right? Yeah. It's like the size of um, Ocarina of Time, right? Oh, right. It, it's that big. Hmm. And then you beat it. You go through uh, these places and you beat it. You're like, cool, that was awesome. And then all of a sudden, another three or four, uh, another part of the map opens up. That's about three or four times the size of Ocarina of Time. Wow. And you're like, oh, yeah. so, so <laughs> this is a thing. By the <laughs> size of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I'll have awesome to game. play that. I just want the Switch to bring back all these good old games. G O G. What about Time Splitters Two? Yeah, that was a awesome. fun as hell. Yeah. yeah, super fun. I think it was the most fun I've had since Goldeneye in a multiplayer game with local multiplayer. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. The local local multiplayer. <sighs> Snowman bots to fight, and you use the flamethrower. They're like, I'm melting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Oh god. But the guns had the real good feel, like from the Goldeneye games and everything else like that. So very very fun to play with friends and with just bots casually. I spent. I think if I, I put a like. 30 hours just playing with the bots alone just because how much fun it was. Yeah. And even all the single-player levels were awesome. Oh, yeah. Like Siberia, the Wild Wild West, Chicago. And the soundtrack was really good for each level as well. Mm. I still remember... Playing that game co-op was really good. Yeah. That was probably a really good mode that they yeah. introduced. <coughs> and it was just amazing. And Did I, you guys ever play Time, time Splitters 1? I played a no. bit of it. Yes, on the PS2. PS1. I never did. I think yeah. it was PS1. Yeah, I, I played it on... Uh, it was PS2, the first time split it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah and then the t- second one was released on all the other systems. And uh, my uh, brother-in-law had a PS2, and that was one of the free games. You know, Unreal Tournament, Time Splitters, <laughs> and some kind of 
weird story-based art. It was, something, it was like this weird RPG about like, I can't get the name of it, but it was like jumping through time events that would all meet up to a certain ending and everything. Um, Chrono Trigger. <laughs> yeah, well, if, if it was Chrono Trigger, I remember that for sure. But it was a pretty good game. Time Splitters too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember the one thing I remember about Time Splitters 1 that like Time Splitters 2 had was an actual like story to go with the story mode because yeah. in some sense one it was you just select each stage play through it and you were done yeah there was no like before and after like cutscene or there was no missions really hmm. it was just stock standard with the time crystals and stuff yeah yeah and then they brought out future perfect and that wasn't as good oh i love future perfect oh really yeah because it was a bit more humorous and they added more cutscenes in yeah and i think that was the only time splitters game that i actually played so i didn't have any previous time splitters uh experience so it's time to split yeah and you're like oh, oh, oh. and the chick that wore the top that just said slut on it <laughs> you're like do they know how teenagers dress oh they're gonna go down the ladder and she's like you go first he looks at her skirt he's like okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, too much humor Alrighty, so we've departed from the gamecube and we're moving on to the playstation 2 which is also known as the Rockstar console. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. the Grand Theft Auto console. Yeah, the GTA console. <laughs> yeah, the GTA console. But to me, it's the Snake Eater console. <laughs> uh, Snake Eater. Uh, yeah, because that had what? It had GTA 3, GTA Vice City. <coughs> Vice GTA City, San Andreas. San Andreas. Yeah. Pretty much everything that was GTA. And Bully. Bully. Oh, Bully. yeah. Bully. Oh, as, as it was known in here, um, was it Can Kenneth Edit or some shit? Oh. It, it wasn't Bully here. Um. And it the Warriors game by Rockstar it? as well. No, it's still not Bully. Even if you can buy it on the, the PlayStation Store on the PS4, it's still called Ken Kenneth Edit or whatever the fuck it's oh, called. Oh, really? Like yeah. the school slogan? Yeah. yeah, something like that. Oh, my God, that's ridiculous. Um, what about GTA? Did you guys play many of the GTA games? Um, I played a bunch of uh, San Andreas um, Vice City. I think GTA 3 was the one I played the least, and I think San Andreas was the only one that I beat. Just because I put on God mode and I was like, I'm gonna cheese through this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one that I love the most was uh, Vice City. That seems to be the most popular one as well. Yeah. So good. Yeah. People love the storyline of that one because it was yeah. so Scarfacey. Yeah. Mm. And that soundtrack as well. Yeah. Oh, oh that yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Wow. Because with the money that they made from uh, Grand Theft Auto Three, they pumped in the Vice City, and you know they got proper voice acting, they got proper music. So versus <coughs> in GTA Three, where they just got like music from like a local radio station, <laughs> yeah. got, like mediocre voice acting. Yeah, I mm. uh, played through all of them. I like that in free that you could actually set up things before missions because you know when the characters were going to leave for and everything. So I'd actually traffic like a truck or something there and then go do the mission where they're supposed to leave and they would just stop in traffic and I'd just gun them down <laughs> to make it a lot easier. Yeah, Batman uh, prep time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and Vice City, of course, a f- phenomenal soundtrack, phenomenal game all around and everything. It's just Scarface the game. Yep. And then, of course, GTA San Andreas, that's the one I probably spent the most time on because of the customizations. Like, I had a fat, I made, purposely made a fat <laughs> character to be Biggie Smalls. I made a <laughs> slim character to be Tupac. And, I, and even the map for the time was impressive. Oh, oh the map's enormous. So big. Yeah. Just, to, just, see, just spending my time just on the bike, just doing tricks all around I the place. I never got into San Andreas. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I, I lost interest in GTA after Vice City. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, fair. it's pretty much similar. Like, every game is really... Pretty yeah. similar, yeah. like because yeah. they, they, they all have the differences, yeah. but they're pretty much you know. Yeah, because I thing. played, yeah. I, I played number three, and then I played the shit out of Vice City, and then I played a bit of San Andreas. I'm like, eh. yeah, take, <laughs> take car shoot gun. Yeah, yeah. I'm Dude, like, oh okay, mission. so they put an RPG element into it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll go steal some drugs and <laughs> do whatever. Protect the hood, man. Yeah, man. 
off of Grove <laughs> Street. Yep. <laughs> well, the PS2 actually gave us um, uh, Red Dead Revolver as well. Oh, yes. Like, it was the first how, Inception. How we, how we forget Red Dead Revolver. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a prequel to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Yep. Ironically made by uh, Capcom of all developers. Mm. Yeah. And then Rockstar like ours now. Yeah, it's like ours. We're gonna we're gonna we like the Wild West. Going on this Rockstar thing, right? Hmm. People always forget their greatest game of all time. Body harvest on the N sixty four. Bringing out the big guns early today. <laughs> all right. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> that game was amazing, I reckon. <laughs> they need to remake that game. Yeah. How would like, you sum it up for the audience? GTA Meet Starship Troopers. Yeah, that's a good description. <laughs> that's a really good description. Yeah. Oh, and time splitters. Because <laughs> you're, you know, traveling around these different areas <coughs> um, as Arnold Schwarzenegger fighting aliens <laughs> from space, big giant bug monsters, and you travel through time while doing it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys played it? Yes. Um, I played a bit of it at your place, I believe. And that's yeah. the only time I've actually played yeah. it. it. Terrible controls. <laughs> like, yeah. it, terrible. But yeah. I believe I didn't know how to play, what to do, where to go. I bel- Yeah, because it doesn't tell you at all. <laughs> yeah. I remember playing it for ages, not knowing what to do. I don't think I ever got past the first, the, the Greek level when I was younger. Because mm. there's the Greek level. There's oh, like a, I don't know, I'm going to say Czech l- l- Czechoslovakia. Yeah, yeah, level. Czechoslovakia level. level. There's a whole bunch of different... There's a jungle level. I remember young getting up to a jungle level. Um, And then the bosses in that were crazy. What kind of bosses were they? Um, Giant alien things that were like, pew, 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 that shoot massive lasers at you and stuff. And you would have to use like this hovercraft that has like all these different like... Guns yeah. on it. It's starting like to sound a bit like space, dude. Oh, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, Rock, Rockstar Star could always do like a spiritual successor to it. Like, not, yeah, not sure. like the same franchise, but like same core ideas. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, they did make... Body Harvest was made before Rockstar was. Yeah, I before. Think. I, think they, were, DM were, yeah, I think they were DMC. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's Dumb. when they laid Lemmings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was their first game, Lemmings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. Before they became Rockstar. The OG Lemmings? Yeah, the OG Lemmings. Wasn't that... Prognosis games? Yeah, they merged with them to become oh, Rockstar. Really? Yeah. Fucking oh. yeah. I played the shit out of Lemmings when yeah. I was young and Lemmings to the Tribes. Yeah. That was the best fucking if they made a Lemmings GTA crossover, I'd play the shit <laughs> out of that too. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, yeah, I reckon they should make a spiritual successor to Body Harvest. Yeah, so it could be a fun. possibility. I I want that. You know, Rockstar, they're not going to make Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead till the end of time, so yeah. they'll no doubt get bored and have to make something else. Yeah, just throwing aliens, man. Yeah. Giant bug creatures, and because I, I love it that you can choose all these different vehicles and stuff in it. I remember in the first level, the Greek level, the aliens are burning down this village. So what you got to do is you got to go to that village, kill the aliens, but the village is still on fire. So you got to go find the fire truck and put it out all the fires. <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucking hilarious. Like just the shit you have to do with it. It's really fun. Yeah, just crazy. <laughs> oh, and um, some of the Aliens, right? The um, one of the main aliens is a, a body harvester, right? Mm. And it takes people, and it's harvesting them. Ugh. If it harvests enough um people, it becomes this super fucking hard alien, <laughs> and it will kill you. <laughs> Damn. So you got to try to stop it from harvesting all the bodies. Oh, yeah. It sounds very dark as well. Oh, it's terrifying. 
Yeah. 64, what have you done? You're meant to have happy <laughs> games like Clay Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has uh, awesome puzzle moments like, um, you know, Resident Evil uh, puzzle moments where you solve something and it's like some, some statue moves or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It has moments like that where you yeah. put something like a, an eye in a statue and then all of a sudden like this wall moves and all this crazy shit happens. And you feel it's like fun. so good. You're like, yes. Yep. Yeah. I discovered more secrets of the Spencer Mansion. Yep. <laughs> It's fun. It's very fun. Well, uh, yeah, the PlayStation also gave us games like Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 2, but should we bother talking about Kingdom Hearts? Because that uh, is... Sure, why not? Do yeah, I really liked Kingdom Hearts when I was younger. Yeah. have zero interest in it nowadays. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Like, even going back to like number one and number two these days, ex- yeah. they're extremely clunky. <coughs> I don't know. The storylines are very convoluted. Yeah. Well, I spent $90, $99 on Kingdom Hearts 3 on my Xbox. Ooh. I should have spent $99 on heroin. On anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> anything else. Because like I was playing it and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, cutscene. And then I played for two seconds. and it, More cutscene. Two yeah. seconds. More cutscene. I was like, when do I actually get to play this I game? I heard that in 3, pretty much when you play certain worlds, it's like, hey, the Rapunzel world. Oh, I'm just watching the Rapunzel movie. Yeah, pretty oh. much. That's, yeah. that's what I got out of it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like got taken away for just cutscenes after cutscenes. <laughs> it's become um, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some King of Hearts. I think it was more of the fans that got to see like high renditions of what fi- classic Final Fantasy characters look like. Yeah. That's what was the main hype was. Like we got to see what a PS2 model of Cloud looks like in Sephiroth. Well, I thought it was a genius that, idea, you know, yeah. just combining, you know, Disney and Final mm. Fantasy, but it became less of that and more of the original characters that I wasn't really a fan of. Yeah. That's yeah, what I was like, hey, we're going to make up these characters that nobody care of. Oh, they're getting the most hype ever. Let's just Roxas. make all about them. Yeah. They shoved... All Disney, no Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy, yeah, my video game. And that's the thing why I didn't get really excited for free because Kingdom Hearts just didn't go away. It's yeah. not like we didn't get it. Like we had two, and then there was nothing all between them. No, we had yeah. all the spin-off games. Oh, spin off that came on multiple platforms. Shattered, chained mm. memories and all those. We had other one ones. on the Game Boy Advance, like three on like two point three, on, three yeah. on the DS, one on the PSP. Because you can't. That's what it is. You can't get excited for like a sequel when there's just been multiple, multiple sequels yeah. afterwards. Yeah. See, uh, I was a big fan of the. Well, I, I guess I kind of am still a big fan of one and two, right? But and I I wanted to play number three. Just took too long, and I'm not gonna play these fucking spin-off games. Fuck that! I have yeah. no time to play them. I'm yeah. not gonna be like, who the fuck is Aqua? Who's who's Xenomorph or whatever? Yeah, Xenomorph. Yeah, Xenonort. I think that's a real character. <laughs> there are too many spin-off games, and uh, as soon as they started coming out one after another, I'm just no, I don't have the time to play these fucking things. Yeah, we'll also ruin the chronology a bit. Especially with two, how Roxas was like in it, and then you had to play a game to find out where the fuck Roxas came from. Yeah, and then yeah, all that other stuff. True. And it's like, when did this shit happen? <laughs> and it's like, it's like, oh, Kingdom Hearts three is coming out soon. Isn't that the biggest thing ever? No, you guys have been releasing games that weren't good <laughs> since <laughs> Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, PS two also gave us the first Monster Hunter game. Did yes. anyone play that? Yes, I did. Mm, nope. Oh, I guess Nick did. How, yeah. how was I, it in comparison I got to the de- I had the demo, and then I had a friend that actually owned the first copy. Compared to <laughs> now, it is very clunky. It's not <laughs> as responsive or as well built as today's versions or anything. Like Comparing even to Monster Hunter 3 on the Wii to the first Monster Hunter, the first Monster Hunter has aged terribly like milk in comparison. <laughs> that's all I can really say. Um, 
like when it comes down to the controls, there's not even a lock on at all. Um, wow. if, uh, there's no, not even rolling as well. There's a lot of, there, yeah, there's, there's a, it's, you can tell it's like a very, very bare bones game in comparison. Like it should have been like a, a demo for something. Here's a fun fact, all right? Monster Hunter in Japan can only be released on a particular day. I think it's on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah because when, when uh, Dragon Quest, Monster Hunter, when these games, if these games are released any other days, right? Like during a weekday, working day, oh. product, uh, productivity of the entire country goes down. Yeah, oh. that used to happen when they used to release uh, <laughs> Dragon Quest games. Yeah. Sk- kids would skip school just to play Monster Hunter, yeah. to play Dragon Quest. Jeez. Productivity actually drops for the entire country. They lose the, money. The GDP <laughs> drop, like the stock market yeah. falls. Yeah. So they actually passed law saying you can't release the games during the work day. <laughs> it has to be only on the weekends. That's it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Japan is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Because, yeah, when people don't go to work, oh, yeah, the, the country loses money. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because like, because, yeah. So, so the, the they, they don't get taxed and things like that. They don't go to work. They don't make money. Government does make tax. Wait, so money. who's selling these games if nobody's going to work? Hmm? That's the mystery. Uh, I know, right? That is the biggest <laughs> mystery. Yeah. It doesn't even get released because yeah. the, the, the <laughs> they just come and the just break store. into empty stores and just steal the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. like that episode of The Simpsons where the, the writing oh, is yeah. taking place and then Homer has his little trap set up with the fish <laughs> and then the hag <laughs> comes through and grabs the fish. Yeah, it's like that, all right? <laughs> I've set my up uh, my elaborate trap system. <laughs> Hey Carl, how much do you like podcasts? I love podcasts. Me too. Well, the Podcoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Wait, it pays me just to listen to my favorite podcast? Yeah. All you got to do is get the Podcoin app on your iPhone or Android. It's free and it's super easy to use. Well, I use my phone every day, so yeah. Yeah, you do. And you can use the Podcoin you earn to claim gift cards or donate to charity. Wait, I can help a charity just by listening to my favorite podcast. Yeah, it's passive earnings just by listening to your favorite podcast. And it's literally amazing. It turns your podcast listening to charity. Or if you like, just some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards just for you. Oh, wow. I use the Podcoin app to do all my podcast listening now. And I love it. So go get it on the App Store or Android today. I will. Yeah, seriously, just go get the Podcoin app and use our invite code, DEMFANCY, D-E-M-F-A-N-C-Y, and you get 300 Podcoin just for signing up. Wow. 300 Podcoin just for signing up and using the code DEMFANCY, so go give the Podcoin app a try today. I'm going to go do that right now. Me too. Um, did you guys have, have any other games that you played on the PlayStation 2 that you really enjoyed or you thought were? Because I never played the PlayStation 2. Much. Um, hmm. I mean, I think I have one, but it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm not going to say whose it is. <laughs> I know who, whose it is. What about you two? Uh, if I'm going to get started, it would be Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Oh, so no yes. one else has any other games to talk about on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> I got, oh, oh, no, I got other games. Yeah. It's uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Uh, Metal two, Gear. Yeah, Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Um, basically, two is good to go back for on the boat level specifically because that's of how much interactivity they put on the boat. Yep. As in, if you shoot the gun at certain objects, they make sounds and everything else like that. Like you can go in the kitchen and make music of hitting the pans and everything else. That's and awesome. The watermelons <laughs> cool. break and everything. And same with the machines and everything else like that. And the weather effects and all um, that as well. But then it goes to the 
the bunker level where it's meant to be an oil spill that's a metal gear that's hidden in itself at the whole time and the, all the interactivity just dives off a cliff it's like that level was just be- the game was built just to be yeah. on the boat now uh, sorry to disrupt you for a moment now i've been told if you were to play those metal gear games you don't have to play number one just go straight on to number two um, um, you could well that is you could actually because it's kind of like the same kind of story. Kind of, conti- yeah. Two continues yeah. on from the story, and they actually have a lot of uh, repeating clips and everything, like yeah. callback clips and everything. To two it. is kind of like the same kind of story as one, but it continues yeah. off from yeah. where yeah, one. Yeah, because two is left off. Spoilers again. This game is nearly twenty years old, so I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah. Uh, two story is <laughs> that. One of the characters called Ocelot is trying to remake Metal Gear Solid One. The same Ocelot? missions that, yeah, Ocelot, <laughs> the yeah. Pokemon's. Yeah, uh, basically he's the, he sets up the whole game where Raiden is going through the game exactly the same motions of the battles that Snake went in in Metal Gear Solid One. So mm. he has all events that happened in Metal Gear Solid One happen to Raiden as well, like the ninja turning up and mm. randomly sending messages, and the bosses of the certain setup and everything else like that, because they believe they can make a solid Snake soldier if they have it all perfectly planned out yeah. the solid Snake simulator. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, that's Gray Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's not Gray Fox; it's Mister X. Yeah, <laughs> Mister X. And then comes Metal Gear Solid Three, which I still play today, and I'm still oh, discovering yeah. new things in it because that game is. That much content. One of the best so games of all time. Oh yeah, like I really. Re- yes. Oh yeah, it's, it's oh, yeah. that good. It's which, just like which one was this? Not free. Yeah. This is, that, that's the one that's the junk. It's the one yeah. where you find the jungle. Uh, the first trailer for it, I was like, it's Metal Gear Rambo because that's what it Pretty looked much. like. Pretty um, much. Wa- I watched Rambo after playing Metal Gear Solid Three, and I'm like, hey, it's Metal Gear Solid Three, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and basically, yeah, there's still things I've discovered in the game that have completely changed how the game will play at certain events and everything as well. Despite mm. all this time, like example, your snake's meant to escape with Ava. And these guys are actually meant to come across the bridge and everything else like that to chase after you. I found out you put TNT on the br- the log and blow it up and they can't get to you. So you get a peaceful walk through the jungle without <laughs> fighting people along the way and everything. Uh, you can kill bosses before you actually fight them as That's well. Cool. There's oh, like, yeah, there's with, what, with the end. Yeah, there's a character called The End where he appears in a wheelchair and you can actually snipe and kill him. And you completely skip out on that entire boss fight. You can turn off right before wow. the end's boss fight, set the game two or three days ahead on the clock and you turn up, and st- as a cutscene happens, where Snake walks up to a dead end. He's an old man, yeah. so he's passed away. Yeah, he just dies oh, of old wow. age. Yeah, uh, really? Yeah. yeah, shit. And if again, because yeah, um, Metal Gear has a habit of doing shit like that, where you mess with the actual things. Yeah, the, the console yeah. itself. Yeah, and even shit in happens. even in Metal Gear Solid One, where it like broke the fourth wall with the madness fight, where you got to plug the controller into Control Port Two to beat him. Yeah, yeah and he actually yeah. read your memories on the memory card and would tell what games you play with Konami once. He's like, "Oh, yeah. so you enjoy playing Castlevania?" <laughs> <laughs> and then if you play the remake on the GameCube, he's like, "You've been playing Super Mario Sunshine lately," <laughs> and all that. So, but yeah, but Snake Eater was the one that really went full hog with all the extra bonuses and suits and everything else like that of different stats and mm. different conditions. And you can you can even trick bosses in some parts and everything. Like a great, uh, there's a boss called uh, The Fear where he uses his energy and stamina to cloak himself and keep fighting. And at a point, he has to stop to go eat food. And he looks for frogs that are helping around and just eats them raw. <laughs> That's how it is. I've dropped rotten food. He runs up, eats the rotten food, stops to puke on the <laughs> ground. I shoot him point blank range and win the fight. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of different things. Like um, the Volgan fight, you can wear... If you say, I played Metal Gear Solid 2 at the start of the game, it gives you a Raiden mask. But the character Volgan, who's his lover, 
is a guy that looks exactly like Raiden. So when you start the fight, you wear the Ra- the Raiden mask. He's like Ivan, and he falls to his knees and everything. You're alive. <laughs> like <that>. So <laughs> how does that compare to like say Metal Gear Four? Metal Gear 4. Metal Gear Solid 4 is run to the end of the area and then watch a cutscene. Yeah. Then run to the end of the area and watch a cutscene. Yeah. Yeah, Because I remember playing Metal Gear 4 because I remember I never played I never played any of the first three. Yeah. But I heard so like very good things about it. I'm like, you know what? I'll play Metal Gear 4 on the PS4 3. Yeah. Like, this is going to be cool. I'm like, this isn't that impressive. You hide in a box and that's about (laughs) it. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid 4. It I, it ran off the hype of how good free was, and yeah. then it basically to sum it up, it comes down to they were planning that the starting area of the game where you're fighting in like Afghanistan, that was going to be the entire game. Like mm. it was just going to be a giant world that you worked in, and you actually worked with the rebels or you worked with the em- opposing soldiers, and you could actually work to different endings and everything else like that. But the whole thing. But then the writer of the game actually left after that, and Kojima's like, "I'll just uh, snakes in France now, walking around." And, and <laughs> oh god, we yeah. all had snake. Yeah, so basically, snake smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, supposed to be like kind of like an all-star cast. Like everyone's there, you know. Pretty much, almost every character from the old games are there. And yeah. as well, it's supposed to like wrap up all the loose ends. But surprise, surprise, we got Metal Gear Solid Five. So yeah. throw that out the window. Yeah, Switch and then Revengeance. Yeah, is that Revengeance? Revengeance. No, no. Revengeance is sick. Revengeance yeah. is so good. Yeah, it's Revenge- so good. I yeah. love it. <laughs> the story of Revengeance was it was actually there's actually a trailer of it. You can still find it of that Kojima wanted to make a writing game, but yeah. the game was completely different in controls. Like you could still control a regularly third person and just cut thing. It cut anything. So it, it was cut off it was originally supposed to. Take take place between uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 4, but for some reason they decided to make it take place after 4. Yeah. <laughs> well, know. what happened is basically Kojima left it to his crew to go work on Peace Walker on the PSP, which, spoilers, it sucked. <laughs> um, and basically they had no idea of how to develop the game, and that's where Konami had to step in and say, we're going to give the game to someone else, and they gave it to Platinum Games with all the assets they had, and then Platinum made an amazing game. Because they're wizards. Yes, they yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why was Metal Gear Solid 3 so good? Like, who who um, actually did that? Was it, it Kojima? Was, it was it was Kojima and Konami. Originally, they were going to make it without Kojima, but they couldn't do it, so they got yeah. Kojima to come back. Yeah. What happened is, was they? it's depending... It's the person who wrote for Metal Gear Solid... One, two, and three wrote for Snake Eater, and the le- but the thing is for Metal Gear Solid Three, they hired a completely I got to look it up. He's a completely different a level designer, mm. and oh. basically he figured out that he could make smaller arenas, and then they could just throw as much interactivity and things that are in these levels and everything else like that. Like there's yeah. a perfect example with the end boss fight. When you fight against the end, it's gonna you go it loads up to three different maps because he runs in between of them and you're having a sniper battle. And I'm like, how do cool. I, and I'm like, how do I find him? I put on the heat vision goggles and I see his footprints of where he goes and everything. So I start crawling and sneaking up. And this is what happened at one point. I'm just walking behind him in the long grass. I can see him there. He's looking around at the sniper thing and everything. I'm walking up and I scare the birds around him. And the birds him and he turns around because he hears the birds and then he shoots me in the face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but again, because if with Kojima, right? It sounds like that he didn't have that much of an influence on number three, but he had more of an influence on number four. Yeah. So that's what it sounds like to me. And he kind of just, with the success of number three, Konami's like, oh, you should have more control over number four. And then he's come in and he's like, here are all my ideas, do them. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I think Metal Gear Solid 2 was supposed to be the last one. Yes. And after, like, the sales, because it didn't sell that well, he didn't really give a shit about the Metal Gear uh, yeah. franchise after that point. And that can show in Twin Snakes yeah. with, like, its weird, like, control scheme and, like, the voice actors coming back but not doing, like, the right voices. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's like, you know, just do whatever. I don't care. That's why, like, Snape, Snake, like, jumps off a missile and, like, shoots a helicopter midair, some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good old Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. So, I don't know. I guess yeah. it's Konami being like, hey, this was successful. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, other great PS2 games. Uh, Maximo 1 and 2. Capcom had a lot of good games on the PS2, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maximo is basically the se- the spiritual sequels to Ghouls and Ghosts. Where yeah. you play as a gladiator called Maximo. And it's in the set in the Ghouls and Ghosts world and everything. Oh, and a okay. third-person adventure game. Hard as hell, but very fun. Yeah. Um, the Tekken games, of course, phenomenal. Like oh, Tekken Tag was a launch yeah. game. Tekken Tag yeah. tournament. Tekken Tag tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, God of War series, both one and two, were really fun games on the PS2 as well. Yeah, uh, I've never played the God of War games. I really want to get into them. Hmm. I hear good things. Yeah. Then do it. After you've played Sekiro for like a third time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, both God and War, uh, both really actually push what the PS2 can do. Like giant scale and everything. Guys, guys, I think we're forgetting the greatest was PS PS one game, and I think there was a PS two version. Rich Parappa Mason. the Rapper. <laughs> oh yeah, Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, that game has probably one of the best game over screens. Where one of the character says, "You should stop playing games altogether." <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, how rude! I remember playing the uh, the HD remaster of that on the PS four. <laughs> and um, when you try to hit the buttons like dead on, for some reason it doesn't register. You have to hit them like a millisecond beforehand, and it's like you did it well. Oh, I was okay. I was visibly getting frustrated at the game because I yeah. couldn't beat like one level. I was like I'm hitting them perfectly, but what is going huh. on? <laughs> did not understand. Uh, another good rhythm game that's a bit of obscure niche: uh, Guitaru Man. On the PS2. Oh, Guitaro, man. Yeah, Guitaro, yeah. <laughs> Guitaro, Guitaro, it's the same spelling. Um, <laughs> Guitaro, yeah. Guitaro. Yeah. Um, that was like, because that was Guitar Hero before it was. It's like all rhythm based. Pretty on, much. Uh, yeah, directing the music If, if you know of um, Undertale, how it has that one segment where you got to push a certain direction to avoid the arrows coming at you. It's pretty much that. Yeah, no. the entire game. No, no, no. Hmm. There's another game, Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of many, many... Uh, Oh, many, no. uh, if you could installments do, in the uh, series the fire and flames on ultra hard mode then yeah. you weren't living come yeah, on come apparently. on definitely not come on activision i need uh dj uh, heroes um, 3 come on <laughs> xbox games xbox bones dead or alive beach volleyball yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. uh but yeah when it comes to xbox um yeah i'd once so i had it was because that's when i got doa free at launch um, because that's when Itagaki, the head of te- of Teen Ninja, was like, "I want to work on the most powerful system. Xbox is the most powerful system. That's what my <coughs> games are going to be." <laughs> <laughs> really? That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, that's basically it. And uh, probably one of my favorite action games of all time of uh, Ninja Gaiden uh, on the Xbox. Mm. Uh, incredibly, very very difficult. The first like the first opening level is ball crushing. But once you understand all the mechanics, because that game teaches you all of it it's much more enjoyable for the rest of the game and everything because mm. then you actually have access to uh, Nimpo magical abilities and everything else like that. It's been re-released like two... It's like Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden Black, and then it got re-released on the PS3 as well. 
Mm, awesome. Cool. Uh, well, obviously, that was the uh, system that launched Halo as well. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. when you think of Xbox, you obviously think of uh, Halo. Halo, Halo yeah. 1, Halo 2. Oh. I remember actually it was like... Cause <laughs> I, I was, was like, waiting I for someone to do that. Because yeah. I, I was a big Nintendo nerd. I remember getting like visibly upset at Halo fans, like not understanding, like, why is it so popular? <laughs> <laughs> you you idiots, this invented the overshield. The, the, the game's making it easier for yourself on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I went with a friend to a midnight launch for Halo 2, and we yeah. spent most of the whole night playing it. It was fun. <laughs> no, like, they're, they're super fun games. Yeah. Yeah. With Masters. But I, with I, I was, I, I was with, uh, with Dylan Halo, man. when it first came out. I'm like, why are you guys playing this game? It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also gave us such games as Fable, if you guys remember playing oh, Fable. Yeah, 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 good old uh, Fable before all the uh, the lies trickled in with its uh, sequels. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, just Peter Molyneux? Yeah, yeah, Peter Molyneux. Yeah, Peter Molyneux. Yeah, just what the fuck, man. Just the freedoms well, you had with that game. Yeah, but what were some of the lies that were told about? Um, I think the, the classic one was in Fable 3, you can do anything. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anything is such a broad term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fable One lies. I he said you could plant a tree, uh, uh, an acorn, and it will grow in real time. <laughs> <laughs> like you come back to the game years later, it'll be a tree and everything. Yeah. Um, another one was that in the early betas and everything they showed, you could actually kill the kids in the village and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, to if you wanted to, uh, to get your evil rankings and everything. Say what you want about that guy. He knows how to hype a fucking video game. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Like, he knows. Do you remember that cube thing that he did? Yeah, that, that Minecraft clone that came out, I think. No, it wasn't a Minecraft clone. It, it was, was it? literally... <laughs> basically, it, it was a community game, right? Where it mm. was this giant fucking cube. And all you had to do was click on it. And when you click on it, it would destroy one little bit of cube on it, right? Uh-huh. And there were fucking billions of pieces on this thing right <laughs> and everybody it, like you could have like 10 million people in the thing just click it on the cube right yeah and i think it took like six nine months to actually get to the center of the cube because th- that's all it was oh. was the community trying to get to the center of the cube right and then eventually it started taking too long so they implemented oh pay ten dollars you can get rid of like a hundred cubes hmm People started doing that and doing <laughs> that, doing that. And it, it was a race to see who would be the last person to click on the last cube before they get got into the middle, right? Yeah. Turns out the entire thing was a fucking trailer to his new game, Goddess, that never got released. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no. Because when they got to the center, it's just like, oh, hi, I'm Peter Molyneux. This is a trailer for our new game, Goddess. <laughs> and then wow. nothing happened. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a good way to get, you know... A lot of money. A, a, no, like thousands of eyes on your trailer, but yeah. don't fucking no, do it like that. But they, they also got a lot of money because you spent money to remove yeah. cubes or whatever Pay from to it. get yeah. a trailer that never turned into a game. <laughs> yeah. He, he Tom from MySpace that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he took the money and ran. Yeah. Uh, what a legend. No, if you I, can fuck your audiences over I think you're doing alright yeah, sorry, <laughs> no, sorry yeah. I just remembered a, ba- a big part of one of the appeals of owning an Xbox is because it actually got Dreamcast uh, ports of Shenmue 2 oh, which yeah, we never right. got yeah. uh, because limited releases and everything else like that and also <laughs> a new Jet Set Radio which was Jet Set Radio Future which was another fun mm. game on it by it as well so you actually made a lot of good games like Panzer Dragon Order <laughs> oh, uh, that was a good one. Uh, Odegi sure. and yeah, they just ported most of their uh, Dreamcast stuff over. Most of it is like Crazy Taxi and all that stuff, all, all the earlier stuff too. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 
not to mention all the Star Wars games that came out on it. Uh, we've had the Battlefront series. The original Battlefront yeah, series. Yeah, not to yeah, be mistaken yeah. with the Battlefront series. Which, that is, was which is also called Battlefront. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Battlefront 2. <laughs> wait, wait. I like how there's like two two games in both series and they're both called the same, same thing. thing. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> wait. Okay, start off from the start. Okay, so Xbox had a Star Wars Battlefront and then yes. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Okay. Xbox One, PlayStation had Star Wars Battlefront and yeah. Star Wars Battlefront 2. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so so they made a Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 on the Xbox. Yeah. And then they... And then they made a, they new, made a new Star Wars Star Battlefront, Battlefront. And then Battle they made Front a 2. new Star Wars Battlefront 2. 2. Not to be mistaken with the OG Star Wars Battlefronts. Yeah. Okay, so there's Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2 and then there's the new Star Wars Battlefront. Technically yes. 3 and One 4. And I mean, just because it's Star Wars doesn't yeah. mean you have to fuck with the numbers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were different games. Yes. They weren't remakes. So, no, uh, technically, okay. yeah, because kind of they were the same formula, but it was kind of like here's the new shit from the new movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Star Wars Battlefront was running off the success of um, Battlefield 1942 around yes, that time. Yes. So it had the same kind of you know flag tickets going down. The more people get killed, an X amount like that. So yeah. it was, so that was yeah, their their version of Battlefield 1942. Oh, okay. Mm. So it is the same games. Every single game is the same game. Yeah. <laughs> Also, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Came on the Xbox and everything. Kotor. 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 Yes. <laughs> a really good story-based game. Yes, yeah, same with Jade Empire, both by Bioware. Yeah. yeah. Bioware had some good stuff on there. Oh, yeah. They're mm. like pumping it out. Um, Psychonauts, did anyone play Psychonauts? Yes. Um, I did play the Xbox version on my Xbox 360, but that was after I watched a full playthrough, so <laughs> I already know where, where to go and what to do, so it wasn't really that... Played it on Steam for a bit. Really like, that, yeah. Yeah. If we had Paul on this, he would talk about that incessantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Forever. Like, when I was playing it, as I was playing Psychonauts, I'm just like, why am I playing Psychonauts? I had more fun playing Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's what I was thinking about. I'm like, I had more fun playing that. <laughs> yeah. We also had all the Dude Bro games. We had the car racing. We had the uh, sports games. Sports. You know, yeah. like you know, and EA, and it's a game. Yeah, it's in the it's in the sporting <laughs> event. <laughs> you know what game we forgot to mention, right? That was on N sixty four and a few other consoles. Turok. Oh, oh yes. Just remember that. <laughs> the dinosaur that game was hunter. fucking awesome. <laughs> God, going around. We mentioned dinosaurs before with Dino Crisis and shit. Why don't we mention Turok? No, Turok should come up. I'm Turok. I think yeah. the only Turok yeah. I played on the 64 was the multiplayer Turok. So, and playing that by yourself. <laughs> that was terrible. With, with bots yeah. wasn't that was great. Was it Seeds of Evil? Something no, like that. it was. It oh, was, no, was Turok too. No, that's it the was third like one. The Third yeah. or fourth game in the series? Yeah, it was the fourth one. Yeah. Um, to, there's Turok 1, Turok 2, and Turok 3, as you're saying, Seeds of Evil. Turok 3 has actually aged very well. because it has actually, it? Yeah, because it actually used the expa- the extra RAM for the expansion pack for better facial animations and everything else like that. So oh. that's what actually is impressive about the series. And it has one of the most terrifying guns of all time oh, ever invented. Gun. Yeah, in <laughs> any fucking game that that gun is terrifying <laughs> in fact it's so terrifying the creatures you use it on 
fucking get shit scared, and they you could see them like terror running yeah, for their just lives. Like freezing place. It's like yeah. a cerebral ball. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like when you when you shoot it at them, they fucking run for their lives, and they grab <laughs> like they literally do. <laughs> Big gun is bad. Scary gun is scary. I mean, all those um, games around the '64 era. Um, that and also what was it Duke Nukem they had some pretty badass guns as well that were terrifying like the the one that made you f- fat and explode like there's some really fucked Still, up games that's got nothing <laughs> on a gun that shoots a little device that homes in on your head clamps itself to your head drills a hole and then proceeds to take all your brain matter out <laughs> of your head <laughs> and release it into the world. All right, <laughs> that, that's literally what that gun does. <laughs> that's fucking terrifying. Hope, hope that Turok doesn't come across an enemy without a head. He'd be fucked. Well, that, yeah. It was recently released as a remaster on the Switch. Yeah, oh, it, had, um, it had both Turok one and two had uh, PC ports. Yeah. Yeah. No, nice. Yeah, and um, it's also been really re-released on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I can actually see everything in these games yeah, because because of the limited field of view back in the day. Yeah, there was a pretty big fog of war. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, what about there was and Turok? I think two like in Turok one, it was just a huge fog of war. You couldn't see anything unless it was say like two feet in front of you in game, like and that's like three pixels. <laughs> um, Turok two and three, I just remember being super dark. Mm. Yeah. So you couldn't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> in close place as well. All at night. Yeah. And then um they did the it was like a reboot released on the PS3 and the Xbox three sixty, which was just called Turok. Yeah. Which was just absolute uh, garbage. Yeah. It was garbage time. And now we have the new Turok, which is Ark Survival Involved. Yeah. If any of you guys have played that, it's oh, a yeah. Survival, yeah. survival yeah. Simulator on Xbox. <laughs> no. I bought the beta for that on Xbox and I was like, hey, this game is really bad. Is it? It's like, n- I don't know how to. Not that great. Oh, okay, I mean, enough. unless they've changed it since a beta. But, know. you know, what? games these days, they'll just play a beta for like eight months and then release it as a full game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, yeah, it's barely playable, I guess. <laughs> well, also, while we're on the th- uh, back to the 64, we forgot to mention Gone of the Legends. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, getting four of you. I think I played the that Wizard on is under attack. I think I played that on no, the PS2. That yeah. And that was great. Yeah. So good. I think uh, getting three of so your good. best buddies together and just playing for as long as you can. Yeah. And if you don't have a memory card, which I didn't, you were fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you have to finish that whole game. <laughs> what setting? Cause you, yeah, because you'd make so much progress and you're like, how do we save? It's like, well, shit. Okay, guys, has this ever happened to you, okay? Like, especially on the Super Nintendo or something, or if you had a 64 without a memory card, you're playing, right? And then you're like, okay, I need to go to school or I need to go to the shops or I need to go to sleep and then you come home and the game's turned off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That happened to me with Gordon Legends. I think I remember um, getting up and going to like eat dinner. I used to leave the console off and then I come back and it'd be turned off. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's like always electricity. I, Mom, you don't understand. I saw the light was on so I just decided to switch it off for you. You silly boy. Uh, I, like, I, will you. I say one of the worst ones of only games that actually save is when you lend it to your family members and stuff they're like oh it's just like can oh I yeah that's Do- happened yeah can i borrow donkey kong 64 it's like yeah here you go and i got everything in that game 100 percent everything and then when i put it in it's just like hey i'm just gonna go dick around the levels and stuff where's my file <laughs> <laughs> why did you delete my file i had to delete to make room <laughs> yeah exactly that's the exact excuse i got i mean that's the shit that pissed me off about especially about like the 64 in that era was like 
some games like Mario 64, you could have mm. three save slots. Yeah. And then some other games, you couldn't even save your character and your progress in Call of Duty Legends. Was, it was weird though, because some games you could <gasps> save it on the cartridge, but yeah. some of them you needed like an external save pack in your controller. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why? That's like, yeah. it was if like, you wanted to link up everything, you couldn't have the rumble pack and the memory pack exactly. in the same controller. It was like the custom wrestlers in the N64 games. You had to have a memory pack, <laughs> even though the game yeah. could save on the cartridge, but it doesn't do that. I guess it was just about room and Gauntlet Legends had so much so much in it. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Mystical Ninja. That required a game pack. Oh, that's as well. another one yeah. we haven't talked about. Mystical Go on Mystical Ninja. Oh, oh I love that game. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Especially the second one. I mm. love that one. I, I remember the first one being alright. I think that, I remember. That, that I was more like um a Mario like a Mario sixty four, because it was more three D, more world roaming. Yeah. And number two was side scrolling. Yeah. Yep. Which I liked a hell of a lot more. So much more. Oh fun. really? Yeah. I think I played two on an emulator. I didn't yeah. really like it as much. No, I, I, I love uh, I love the first one. Yeah, because number two has um because you have multiplayer mm. and you can um choose any of the four characters. Yeah, as well, and just the fat ninja was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. And then you get the all your upgrades because you get the golden cats mm. stuff. Are you fucking. Um, when you get three golden cats, like your weapons just become like half the screen. It was just, uh, it was a lot of fun, especially a multiplayer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you had well, all like, those awesome party games on the 64 as well, like <laughs> Mario Party. Mario Party. I guess Mario Party was like the birth of the party game. Yeah. 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 And then also party. Super Monkey Ball and Monkey Ball. Do you guys think on the 64? remember Mario Party? Oh, no, yes. Those ones. Yeah. 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 Oh. I remember my hands being very callous yeah. for Mario Party. Yeah. The yeah. Destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> callous is in the middle of your hand. In fact, they had to release a glove. <laughs> oh, yeah. The glove that didn't work for the poor Japanese man's hand. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know why they came up with that concept, but at the same time, I, I really admire the fact that they did because it, it was a real-life endurance match at that point, yeah. especially yeah. when you're playing tug-of-war and spinning that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hands were bleeding. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, let's do that again. There's, there's, <laughs> a, there's a classic comic where um, Jesus, he comes back to life and he's got the stigmata. <laughs> and then and then somebody pulls Mario Party out of his pocket and being like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mario Party 1, 2, and 3 were all on the GameCube, uh, 64. Yes. yes. And I think a 2 is one of the rarest, 60, other than Conker's Bad Fur Day, is one of the most expensive Probably. Uh, Which one? games. Mario Party 2. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. really? I got 1, 2, and 3 yeah, parts Yeah, I think somewhere. it's that oh, nice. with Resident Evil 2 as well. I had a Conker's Bad Fur Day card as well. Yeah. yeah. Res- Resident Evil 2 with that box, like 300 bucks. Yeah, it's like old games. Yeah. Yeah. All the games that don't sell well, they always become <coughs> extremely expensive. Mm. Yeah, like uh, like Earthbound. Try finding that in the real in real <laughs> life. Good well, luck. I remember I find had in Japan a everywhere. Massive <laughs> collection of games, and my brother borrowed my Conker's Bad Fur Day, and then he lent it to someone, and he doesn't know who. <laughs> yeah. Oh. How's that work? Well, it's an asshole move. <laughs> yeah. I don't like. Do you hate people that borrow things off you and then lend it to someone else? Yeah. Yes. yes. I'll be like, I don't know where it went. It's yeah, like, it's, it's, it's like, no, this isn't like your fucking gym shorts, mate. It's like, you know where the fuck it went. You traded for weed. I mean, like when you <laughs> lend someone <laughs> Army of Darkness on DVD and it fucking disappears. <laughs> Kyle. Well, you didn't lend it to me. You gave it to me. I, <laughs> I bought it like four times now. And let's be honest, you didn't lend it to me. You kind of just left it in my house. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did, actually. But that's all right. I've, I've got adult money now, so I'll just rebuy it. <laughs> or I have adult mind, so I can just download it. Yeah. <laughs> I've just thought of another game that's both on the N64 and on the GameCube, which considers both these get same name, but both classics in their own, the Paper Mario games. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. The, the Thousand Doors. The, the, thousand the, doors. the two good Paper Mario games yeah. that never, ever continued, ever. They yeah. totally did not. Because <laughs> I think that was probably one of my the favorite part of owning the Wii was that because of the virtual console, I could actually just pay 15 bucks to get the N64 Paper Mario. Because if you go to eBay and everything, it's like three to $400. Oof. So, Whoa. Yeah, the N64 one is horrendously overpriced. Wow. Whoa. Damn. Wonder what that is. Well, again, uh, it's a limited release. It's an end of the N64 life. And oh, yeah. And I do remember that coming out like really, really late in the uh, 64's lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, so that's brought us up to first gen yeah. uh, <laughs> of the new stuff. <laughs> um, I think I've got a really good compromise for this thing. I think maybe Kyle and I, if it's all right with Kyle, would like to invite you guys on once a month just for our gaming segments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. If that's right with you, Carl? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Fuck off then, guys. All right, we're out. <laughs> oh, this shit. I'll go home and pay I'm my not getting paid drive. anyway. Unfortunately, we're going to have to part three this. Um, I don't think we'll be continuing it next week because Easter. Mm. But the week after, you'll hear a, uh, a follow-up to this one. We will tackle the PlayStation. Yeah, I know. The PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, and the Wii. Lost to get through, guys. Oh I know. Yeah. And then we'll be moving into the handhelds, which yeah. I think will take a couple of episodes on its own. And then we'll be doing modern consoles, right, guys? Yeah. I think that. we're going to be going back to the arcade, if you don't mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we'll we can. Talk about arcade. Okay, we my favorite arcade game, Initial D. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think the arcade Speed games boy. would be part of handhelds. Really? No. Uh, I don't, no. You don't, you don't <laughs> pick up an arcade machine more correct. I do. <laughs> That's because I lift. Dude, the, right. just the original Game Boy will have its own episode. Yeah, there's oh a God, lot on the original Game Boy. Started. And, and then you have the links and the. <laughs> And then links. mobile gaming. I'll just leave the links. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I saw I'll, that joke. <laughs> <laughs> the engage. Yeah, the engage. I've got everything. I've got, I've got a list of everything. The Mattel handsets, the Game and Watch tie games. <laughs> oh <boy>. <laughs> links, the <laughs> Toe Express, the Game Gear where you can watch TV on it. Yeah. Oh, God. I'll get to episode 50 and not be done. (coughs) (laughs) But um, (laughs) so I just want to say thanks to you guys. Yeah, uh, thank you very much. Dylan and Nick for being on the show once again. I know it's it's your busy schedules. Yeah, no worries. I don't know. You guys made time for us. It's fun. Yeah. It is. I like having you guys on. Also, speaking of time, I might give myself a little uh, self plug here. Yeah, if, oh, yeah, if, you, if you enjoy retro games, come on down to uh, twitch.tv slash carbon water. I'm always playing retro games over there. So if you want to see me try to commentate over retro games and look awkward while I'm doing it, <laughs> yeah, stop by. What are you playing uh, at the moment? I'm actually playing Psychonauts, ironically. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you want to see him play Psychonauts or if you want to check out his YouTube channel. Um, Which is youtube.com slash carbon water. Yeah, he's got animations. Yeah, um, they're kind of cool, I guess. And Nick, do you want to plug anything? I'll plug that I have an excessively large collection, which I keep to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I have a large portion of Creed, and I don't want anyone to deal with it. Yeah, but if anyone wants to come over and play, you can find out my address when I'll tell you, and that's how it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. PM for details. Yes. Here you go, everyone. Just ask me if you want to go over to his house, and he'll yeah. let you. He's definitely not Jigsaw the murderer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Carl, do you want to see us out? Um... No. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, all right. Okay. All right. Um, anyway, guys. Uh, wait, because we haven't really figured out our proper ending yet, have we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You say goodbye. I do uh, plugs. Okay. 
And then maybe we just stop all, playing the music right there. Okay, okay, guys. Yeah, but okay, okay, guys. I'm and Kyle girls. and girls. Well, guys is encompassing everybody now. Okay, don't everyone. be don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. Seriously, <laughs> don't be that dude. <laughs> I will be that dude. <laughs> okay, okay guys i'm kyle one of the hosts of dem fancy dinosaurs and i'm nick i'm your other host of dem fancy dinosaurs and we had nick and dylan yes did you just forget his name i did because i was calling carbon waters i was oh. about to call him carbon water um you can check us out at twitter at twitter.demfancy or whatever the fuck twitter does i'll put some links below or you can hit us up on questions.yourwelcome at gmail.com and you guys have a fancy night Yep, thanks guys. Bye bye. 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 bye.